They don't even care, bro. But and the both, wouldn't both you think got, they show more interest? Um, as kids with mum and dads, it would be no. Uh, I, I yeah, understand but Bright, it's don't. about them. It doesn't really matter, does it? If my mum had written a book about me, yeah. I'd flipping want to know what was in there. Yeah. No, they don't care. They're too bothered about their own lives. They don't, I don't even think they think I've written that book. Hello. <laughs> I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I just be myself. Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we have got a different show for you today. Today we are celebrating a huge, huge achievement. And we didn't want to do it alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that achievement is that our audiobook is not only finished. It has been released and it is now available to buy all over the world, even in Kmart, isn't it, Bri? It is, right, right. it really me. is. Stop playing me a knob now, Bri, put it down. Okay. So regular listeners of this podcast will know that four months ago, I wrote a book called The Travel Bog Diaries. And that book was all about mine and Brian's travels around the world with two teenagers with hardly any money. We left New Zealand for a year and we backpacked around the world. And while we were traveling, I kept a diary and wrote down all the disastrous, funny things that happened while we were on that trip. And three years later, I came and wrote a book about it. And now that book has been released and yep. it's here. And then we had this great idea that we would do an audio version of it. Can you see how nervous I am? I'm yeah, so nervous. Yeah, and I'm not comfortable doing this, Brian. No. I'm really not. Yeah, but I've, I've got some questions here for you, Liz. I know you have. So and I'm, I'm, I think you just gave one of the questions away. Why? Well, you just, I'll tell you in a minute. So I'm getting to it. Just bear with me a little bit. I'm super nervous because this is a, a completely different kind of show. It's very hard to promote yourself, isn't it? Do you know what? I find it. I find it really, really difficult, Bri. Yeah. It, I'm tempted, really, just to sit here and go, I wrote this book and it's absolutely yeah. well, rubbish. Don't and, buy it. Just go and bloody buy it, mate. Just That's it. And, and next week's show. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> it's just easier, isn't it? Why do we put ourselves... Why am I British? I know, but why do we I put ourselves through hell? I don't know. We just do, don't we? I mean, why do we do podcasts? I don't even know why we do them sometimes, know. you know, because it's just... I absolutely love doing podcasts, but when you have to promote yourself, it can be the hardest thing in the world. You're really, good at really it. Can't. You're really not, good yeah, at but it. It's not me, is it? I, I, it's not me on the cover anyway, of the book. Anyway, back to put the book down. Yeah. Put the book down, Bryce. She's, she's, she's indecent. For, for you on the microphone, you can't see the book, so you've got to go and buy it. <laughs> so regular listeners of this podcast will know that this book, this audio book that me and Bry have been making where I narrate it and Brian has mastered it all and put it all together and done a fantastic job of it. It's been the flipping bane of our life, hasn't it, Brian, for the last four months? It's, it, you know what, it's taken over a lot of stuff because, you know, we've got ordinary things that we do every day to, to make money. We, have, we, have, we work, don't we, doing stuff like this and, and everything else. And so, well, you no, know, that's we... Not, that's, our, not, that's a lie. This is yeah, work. work. Don't load, get paid. Our workload was big, wasn't it, as it was. It, mm. it was quite big. Got busy things and to do. And then now it's even busier with the, <laughs> with the audiobook. And we've been taking you along on this journey on the podcast and you have been so supportive. We've been reading little bits of... I've been reading in little snippets of this audiobook out to you and I've been like oh yeah it'll be ready soon it'll be ready soon send me your questions if you've got any questions I'd love to answer them 
Anyway, here we are in Napier, house sitting in New Zealand. And last night we come in from, we've been out, where have we been? We've been for a walk, haven't we? We've been out all day. We've been to Wairoa. We had a busy day yesterday. I think it's how you pronounce it, Wairoa. And we came in and I just opened the computer to check the emails. And there was an email there from um, uh, Audible. What's it called? AUX? ACX. ACX. Yeah, which which is part of Audible. Audible is like where you get to have your, where you listen to all your audiobooks. Yeah, it's owned by Amazon. And it had, I had this email and it said, congratulations, Liz Deacle, your audiobook is now live on Audible. Hooray! Yeah, and iTunes. <laughs> and iTunes. Yeah. And then these emails just kept coming in from all these different companies like, it's now available at, I don't know, Kmart. It's now available on yeah. Google Books, on yeah. all on these Chirp plays. and all these yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And part of us were like, we, we just did this massive whoop and we're like, yeah, it's available. And then we sort of, well, I certainly did. I thought, oh, no, now I've got to tell everyone and promote it and (laughs) do a podcast and be like, you know, just be really brave. And so that's what we're doing today. We're here to talk to you. I'm going to we've got questions that Brian has taken from five very, very generous listeners that sent me questions about the book, about the process, about the recording the audio book. Thank you so much to those people. I'm going to give you a shout out and name you in a minute. But without you, this show wouldn't be happening because, yeah, that's the content is a sneak peek behind the scenes of what it's been like yep. for me to, and and for you. But yeah. to write and to record this audio book. Yeah, we could have done it the lazy way and, you know, um, not gone this this way around doing all these questions and just done some set simple questions off you can get off Google or whatever can't you like you know but this I think is more personal isn't it yeah definitely yeah. and you want to know what what readers and listeners want to ask you know because yeah. authors always say that don't they they're like oh I'd, if you've got any questions then I'd love you I'd love them and but you don't well I I wouldn't dare say okay I want to ask you this then yeah. if you're that clever then what did you have for your tea what did you have for tea? I don't know, I can't remember. No. But these night? kind people yeah. have put the questions to us. So this show is going to be handed over to Brian as the mm. host. He's going to be reading out questions from five very lovely friends and, and readers of mine. And yeah, at the end of the show, we're gonna I'm going to read you some reviews from the book. Yep. That's going to be hard, I must admit. Um, and then we're going to play out the show with a snippet of from the audiobook and just tell you where you can buy the audiobook and all good stuff like that, isn't it, yeah, Brian? It is. So, you know, so if there's any sort of podcasters or, you know, sort of budding podcasters out there and you want to know how to run an, a podcast, this is your chance to listen how to do it. A podcast or an audiobook, you a mean? A podcast. What do you mean? Well, I'm taking over. All <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you get some, Take our it. ratings are yeah. just going to go up, up, up Take now. Take it away, Brian. <laughs> It's just like, okay. Oh, you're, you're loving really... this. You're loving this. Do yes. you know what? Before we start, I've never actually seen you so relaxed before we start a podcast. Yeah. Normally you're a bit like edgy, Do aren't you, you Bri? Why? Because I've got the pad. Oh, is that what it is? I have. You've the, got the power. You can hear it. <laughs> You've got the power. Go I've, got, on, then. I've got the paper pad. Yes. Okay. So, <sighs> um, how do you want to do this, Liz? <laughs> how do, do you want to do it, Quick right? fire these at you? Or would you like to just... Um, you do it however you want. These are questions that yeah. people have asked us, have asked me, and so you ask them however you like. 
Yep. So I'm, we're going to start at the very beginning, and we've got Madison, and uh, she lives down in Paraparamu. Um, she's moved over from America, and she now lives here in New Zealand. Thank and you, so, right at the start, then uh, question number twenty-one. Is that where we start? <laughs> <laughs> so, question one: How long did the audio book take to record? Four months. Four months. Yeah. Just that's a quick question. That's an easy question. It took so four months. Why did it take four months? Oh, Bri, don't start this because she no, didn't ask no, that. No, You've you, just done. You You've do, just you, asked you it. You don't just say it took four months. Why did it? Why is it? Is, is it like hundreds of hours long? Because my husband is like a snail. He crawls yeah. along like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's bloody slow. If anybody knows the magic roundabout, you know where Brian came from. Oh, Bri, it didn't take four months. I think is a good amount of time to. Yeah, but some people just say it takes me like I go to the sound studio for four days solid and I do four 12 hour days and then it's done. Do you want me to tell you the truth why it took so long? Yeah, well, that's and then the idea. Oh, why okay. did it take, or how long did it take to record? Well, I told yeah. you how long it took. It yeah. took four, four months. months. Yeah. And the reason it took four months, yeah. I'm going to say, is because I was so flipping pedantic. Is that the word? So. I couldn't just let it go. No. I couldn't just record it and go, yep, that sounds fine. Every time we recorded it, I would listen and I'd go away and I'd make notes and I'd come back and I'd say to Bri, that little chapter there, just make it a bit tighter. And then he'd make it a bit tighter. He'd push it all in. He'd edit it all up and he'd go, right, okay. And I'd sit there on my headphones. I'd think, oh, no, that sounds too rushed. No, put it back how it was, Bri. <laughs> it was, it, was, it, was it was a form of torture at times. <laughs> and I'd look at Liz and I'd, I'd have the editing software in front of me and it's like, move that gap a bit, open that gap up. Okay, I'd open it up and then she'd listen to it again. She'd go, oh, no, move it back. And then I'd make it a bit shorter, open it up again. And I'd have a marker on exactly where it was and it never changed. Mm, no, no, and it, I know. the amount of times that that happened was unbelievable. But hey, you know, that's the process. Isn't but it? again, this is why we're sharing this because... We're first timers at this. I've never mm. written a book before in my life. I've self-published it. I've never marketed anything like this. Brian has never made an audio. What's the word when you make something? Well, you know, produced. I've an never audiobook. never produced an audio book. I mean, I'd, so yeah, I can do a podcast, timers. and you know, the podcast format um, is is completely different. Like, say, say you're putting a podcast up to YouTube, you're negative one point four. Uh, decibels and a, and, a, and a base of negative um, 15 or 16. And Audible is completely different. It's a negative three and a negative tw 18 to 23. Mm. So it's it's just all that stuff you've got to redo. And anyway, that's another side of it. So that's one of the reasons why it took up to four months. Hey. Don't keep adding bits in. Just keep to the Question script. Question two, still from Madison. Mm -hmm. um, is it recorded word for word? As in, is it unabridged or did you have to adapt it? for the audiobook? This is a really good question. And I'm glad you asked this, Madison, because so many times I wanted to take out certain words that I was, and I said to you, didn't I? Yeah, that I'm doesn't work. Oh, I'm taking this out. Yep. And Brian said, no, just that is the book. Stay true to the book. Stay true to the book. Yep. And so the answer, the short answer is yes. Every single word in there is in the, is in the book. I didn't, yep. I didn't change anything. No. Yeah. Only because you wouldn't let me. No, but I don't think it stays true because the book is the book, isn't it? It doesn't. It you know, it, it needs to be like it is. Mm. It really does. And mm. as much as you can say, I can change that word because people don't understand what that means or this, that, and the other. It's like no. I think yeah, it would have been too hard. I think. And again, this goes back to oh god, this is going to be a long show. This goes yeah. back. 
Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Madison. <laughs> this goes back to that thing of not letting something go yeah. and not being, uh, you know, what's the word? Not being satisfied with what you've got. Sort of like being like being able to just let it go. Because now all of a sudden the book has been published and it's out in print and here it is. And, like you know, I can't change anything on the book. But now... I've got this chance now to, I'm, I'm on the audio book. Oh, I could change a few things. And I don't have to put that in because that, you know, I, I never really wanted to say that anyway. So let's take that out. And Brian, you literally had to stop me from doing that. You were like, yeah. Liz, you wrote that. So say it, you know. Yeah. Or I'll and leave, or I'll leave this bit out. You'd say something like that. And it's like, no, no, just keep it in because it all, you know. Yeah, and I might and I might still do like a bridge. What's the opposite to it's, taking it out? Well, it's is the it unab- unabridged, and then there's the, the, um, the is yeah, it ab- yeah, abridged? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah unabridged, <laughs> abridged. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pressing my buttons. One last question from Madison, which she's got one with somebody else, um, which we're going to talk about that one in a bit. But did it feel like recording a podcast like this? No, it didn't feel, and I thought it was going to. Yeah, I honestly thought that reading this audio book would just be like this, would just be talking. Yeah. And I just want to tell you a little, a quick little story, Madison, because th- th- this is something that when I start, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when I started reading it, I was doing my posh voice and I was talking like this. And when I was reading, and I, I did a couple of chapters and I listened back to it. I we think I've actually, said this. We did six chapters, actually. Liz. Oh, was it six? Yeah, it was. Well, there you go. That's why six it's taken chapters. so long. Yeah. And I listened and I thought, Oh, no. And I actually spoke to Tess about it. And I told Tess, I said, I just want it to sound proper. I just, I don't want to sound like, you know, common like this. And she said, mum, you've got to just be yourself. You've just got to be like you are, like, like you talk on the podcast. So I could be myself, but at the same time, I couldn't talk like this. And I couldn't just, you know, I'm quite lazy on the podcast. I had to make sure that I was talking like pronouncing. Yeah. So I was I was aware of it all the time. So no, it wasn't as relaxed as the podcast. Nowhere near as relaxed. I love doing these. I mean, literally, this is just me talking, us talking to you. But yeah. that was more, you knew it was going to go out. It was going to be an audio book. So make sure that you're pronouncing your words properly, Liz. Yeah, you're pronouncing your words properly. <laughs> Don't and be a slob, Liz. The, the, the other side of things is, you know... A podcast we can do anywhere and we can kind of just mess about with the audio a little bit and stuff like that. But the majority of um, audiobooks these days are either listened to in the car or mainly on headphones. Mm. So um, it's you can't have any noise in the background neither, can you? No. You know, like so it's it's it is a hell of a process, but and that's not what we're talking about here. But where did you record it, Liz? Where did I record yeah. it? In the wardrobe. In the wardrobe. Yeah, isn't in the it? walk-in wardrobe. Yeah. With blankets around yeah. the walk-in wardrobe. Yeah, bride tapes yeah. all blankets up around, like a big quilt on the roof and blankets hanging down. You nailed it up with one of those screw gun things and like, you know, the, the clamps that hold, hold yeah. things together. Quick clamp. Yeah, and everything. So there was no air in there, no windows, obviously, because it's a walk-in wardrobe. And we just covered all the clothes up with blankets. So, And this was like for four months. So every time we wanted to wear something, we had to like burrow our, burrow yeah, our way through the light through didn't the, really work in there because yeah. it was under a blanket, you know, under, uh, above a blanket. I know, but yeah. it was so snug in there. It was so cosy. And every time I went in there, I just felt safe. You know, I yeah. loved it, actually. Yeah. I really loved it. Yeah. Um, and then we just kept opening the door every, you know, like we'd do 10 minutes and then Brian would say, do you want to come out for a breather? And you just like stick your head out to the fresh air and then go back into the room yeah. and, and do it again. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Moving on. We've got um, questions from Jen in New Hampshire in the US of A. Thank you, Jen. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny when people just go, I, I'm from NA, uh, NH. In like, uh, New Hampshire, yeah. yeah. Figure yeah. that out. Hope that, I hope we got it right. She's been with me a long time, Jen. She's a, she's a homeschooler. She's an, a, a, an old-time reader of my newsletter. She bought my homeschool course. And so, yeah, thank you, Jen. Thank you for these questions. Yeah. What was the hardest? Um, what was the hardest? My hardest? What was the hardest part of the process? The hardest part of the process of recording the audio book, like the actual doing the recording of it, was staying consistent and, um, you know, keeping that same energy up. And pace and stuff. And pace, yeah. yeah. Well, well, not so much pace because right. I knew you could edit the pace. Right. I knew that if I was talking, you know, if I was le leaving too much of a gap. Well, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I suppose it is a pace, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. was, it, and just keeping consistent... And the other thing that I found really, really, really difficult as well was doing the the kids' voices and Brian's voice um, and keeping that consistent. And a couple of times we had to go back because I listened to Tessa's like, in the book, Tessa talks like this because she was only 13 and she talks like this. Oh, mummy, don't do that. So that's how she talked back then. Yeah. Um, but then I'd go and record another chapter and I'd be talking, I'd, I'd talk, I do her voice differently like she is now, you know, like she, oh, I don't, you don't want to know now, but it's just, uh, <laughs> oh, whatever, you know, yeah. it's just, no. Feeling yeah. <laughs> yeah. awful today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, that was, that was tricky. It was just keeping it consistent and yeah. all the way through. And I'm still not sure, even now I'm dreading, I'm thinking, oh, please let me be, have the same voices throughout, but. It's pretty consistent, Liz. Yeah. It really is. But that, that, that did take time. You know, at the end of, each chapter, if it'd been a couple of days before you did the next one, you had mm. to listen to the chapter before, didn't you? Or just see how you were talking and go, okay, okay, okay. And I just think as well, just to add to the hardest part of the process is just letting it go. Yeah. Just letting it go, yeah. which I am not good at at all. So that is a constant battle of like, just let it go, you know, yeah, it'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so number, question number two, staying with Jen. How closely did the kids scrutinise the book and were they worried about being exposed? <laughs> As in exposed in the book, you know? So then, this is an interesting thing because when you sent me that question, Jen, which was what, hours and hours ago? It was only a few hours ago, wasn't it? No, it was this morning she sent me that yeah. question. I immediately got onto the phone, bearing in mind we're in Napier, so I'm not with the kids at the moment. So I copied and pasted a message and sent it in a group chat to both of them. And I said, hi, you two. I'm doing a podcast later on because you know that book I wrote? Well, we're releasing the audiobook today and I'm doing a question and answer podcast. And someone wants to know if you felt, if you, ha you know, how closely did you read the book and were you worried about being exposed? Still waiting. Still waiting for the answer. Yeah, Tess just did try and call a minute ago on my watch. No, it won't be about that. She I just wants to know so. where, put a, where to I, put a wardrobe I, in yeah, a bedroom. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what, Jen? They haven't even read it. They've not even read it? They haven't. No. I don't think they have, have they? No. Yeah. They don't even care, Bri. But, and the... Both, Wouldn't both you think got... they'd show more interest? Um, as kids with mum and dads, it would be no. Uh, I, I yeah, understand but Bri, it's about them. It doesn't really matter, does it? And I can understand why you're asking that question, Jen, because if my mum had written a book about me, yeah. I'd flipping want to know what was in there. Yeah. No, they don't care. They're too bothered about their own lives. They're not, I don't even think they think I've written that book. 
They, they think I'm making no, it up. No, no, they they for surely know <laughs> that you they have written. They for surely don't. They do know you've written a book, Liz. <laughs> I know. But kids just, just don't joking. give a damn, do they? Like you know, no. they really, really don't. Do you know what? Big shout out to both my kids. Ever since I've been blogging about them for five years now, and ever since I started blogging about them, they've been they've been. <laughs> Unlucky, really. <laughs> very unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, oh, that little shit. Yeah. You know, look Don't what he's put that on the internet, Mum. <laughs> yeah, I think once when when he was about once when he was about fifteen, he said, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about you putting stuff like that on the internet about me." And I said, "Well, tough. It's too late. Like, oh, all right then. <laughs> it's too late. It's been on there for eighteen months." <laughs> <laughs> so they're just good sports. Yeah. You know, they're good sports. They're very supportive. They haven't read the book. I'm not lying. They haven't read it. No. I mean, I whether they'll listen to the audio book, I hope they do. But they haven't read the book. Do you know what? I just don't think they, they will right now. They probably will in a year or two. You just don't I hope know they yet. don't wait till I'm dead and then read it because well, they'll regret yeah. that then, right? Yeah. That's because then they won't that. be able to tell me yeah. how wonderful it is. Well, they won't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm not bothered too yeah. much about them worrying about that book because, yeah, yeah they're not showing that much interest in it. <laughs> Question number three from Jan is, what surprised you most about recording the bug? Oh, what surprised? Is that a question, is it? I yeah. didn't know she'd asked me that. Oh, that's a bit yeah. of a, a It's, it's kind of similar to what's the hardest part of the process, but it's almost like what, what surprised you most? I think surpri what surprised me most about recording this book is how emotional it was. And l later on, I know, I know Madison's asked a question about the sad and the happy parts. Yeah. I know that book. I wrote it. I lived it. I wrote it. I've read it numerous times. Well, you did. You had to read it umpteen times. Yeah, I've read it umpteen times. Those words came out of me. Yeah. Yet when I stood to record them and say certain things, not all of it, but you know, yeah. I couldn't do it. No. I was literally bawling. That surprised me because I was like, why? Why are you? Why, what's wrong with you? Do you know what? I don't know if it's because you have to read them out loud, Bri. Or... No, do you know what, Liz? It's, you know, we, we, we listen to a few podcasts on authors and things like that. And, you know, there's um, she's quite a famous author. I think she's an author. She's written 40-odd books. And, you know, she, she can pop a book out in six months because they're all fiction, you know. Mm. And this is kind of non-fiction. So, and it's more your journals as, as well. So the emotional side of that, I believe, would be, I've never written a book and I never will write a book because I don't particularly like writing. Um, but I can see why you got emotional, emotional about it because it, you're writing about yourself and stuff and, and your kids and your family and stuff. So why wouldn't it be? Yeah, right, you know? it was never the bit, well, I'll we're, we're going to talk later about the, the, the hardest parts of that book to read. But in answer to your question, Jen, that was that it just took me by surprise. I literally thought I would be able to just go in there, open the book and start reading. And it didn't. It took me on a real emotional roller coaster. And it still does. Mm. You know, when I listen to it, when I listen to it now, you I do. just I, I, I cry like you know, a bigger gap there. Pardon? Should have been a bigger gap there. <laughs> <laughs> I just cry and think, why was Brian so bloody slow? Yeah. Could have had this done months it's ago. Easy. It's what easy a peasy. Snail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, we're, we're going to move on to our next person now, which is Talitha. Talitha lives just outside of Wellington uh, in New Zealand. And Are you going to pronounce where she's from? No. Go on, say it. I told you. I, I wrote it down so you could say it. You're right. Is that a T and an I or is that an H? Oh, I don't know. Um, Paiatua. Pahaitua. Anyway, just outside Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> 
somewhere around that way. Uh, and anyway, um, Talitha said, we love you, Talitha. Yes, um, we do. Thank you for all your support. <laughs> Talitha's actually been on the NZ Ahead podcast, um, Living with Disabilities in New Zealand. She's given me so much support and so much love. And so I really appreciate you, Talitha. And I'm so grateful for these questions. Yeah, and she's just heading over to Australia at the moment. Yeah. Um, anyway, how did it affect your relationship as a husband and wife working on the book and the audio book together? Oh, dear. Mm, fuck me. Oh, <laughs> I can say what I want. I'm a lead. <laughs> the lead on this program. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, anyway, let's have a little bit of this. Let <laughs> me go, Brian Swall. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for someone to ask that question. You were, weren't you? Because, and I was thinking about it, and we've had a massive talk about it, and I don't want this to be a downer, you know? I don't want this podcast to be a downer. No. Because otherwise you'll never buy my book. You know, because I'm fun and happy. <laughs> but always oh, been hard, hasn't it, Brian? I'll tell you. Oh, go on. No, no, go on, Brian. I'm not answering the questions. All oh, right. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> um, here's the thing. It's it, me and Bry have have always worked together as a team, and. When I started like getting serious about this book, I just took myself off into a room and just spent ages on my own writing that writing the book. Yeah. And when we came back from our big trip to Europe last year, um, we came back in the November. And from the November until the June, when we released the book, you literally said to me, "Look, I'm going to take care of of, of everything." Like yeah. The, the cook, the cooking, the dinners, the shopping, everything like that. I just want you to finish this book because you wanted me to finish the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was yeah, and it was yeah because we thought we'd have it done before Christmas, yeah. and then anyway. Yeah. And um, looking back in 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 hindsight, I mean that was great. But looking back, I think personally, I mean I don't know if you want to agree with this or not, but I think personally, it was a lot. Like you know, it was a lot for you to just to just. To do on your own, and I kind of feel like I should have worked it a little bit better that we spent more time together, and then not so much time me just going off and writing. Yeah, yeah. Would you agree? I, I, I well, what it ended up being was was um, we just didn't have any weekends in the end no. because you felt I don't know whether you felt guilty or not. Yes, but I did. You, yeah. you know, you you hadn't finished the book. You know, and, you know, you were, you were in a group at the time and they were saying, you know, you've got to get this monkey off your back, Liz, and move forward and get it finished so you can just keep moving on with your life, basically. So um, I don't know whether we're going to talk about that on um, this bit, but um, I, you, you mentioned to me umpteen times about um, how it made you feel um, about having to keep re-going over the stuff, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am going to talk about that in a bit, yeah. but staying on the relationship thing, it was it it was a huge ask and I'm aware of that. You know, it was a huge ask. You are incredibly 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 supportive. Yeah. Like you're you're the most unneedy person that I could ever imagine having, you know. And now hang on. Okay. And so 
Enjoy it, Brian, while it lasts. Enjoy <laughs> I, it. I will, but I wouldn't say needy. I'll no, give no, you my reason. You're less that. needy. No, I mean, you're unselfish then. Okay, unselfish. And I feel like the balance tipped a little bit. I just feel like we didn't, we didn't, we weren't like that strong team mm-hmm. that we always have been and always are. Yeah. Doing the audiobook, completely different because we're back. Yeah, like, we're you back. Know, we were we, back. Well, the lights at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, no, not even that. It not, is. Well, yeah, for you. That, yeah. That's not how I saw it. I never saw it like, oh, the lights at the end of the tunnel. Thank God for that. I just felt like we're working on it together again. Yeah. We're more of a team. Whereas for at least six months while I was finishing the book, I was alone and Brian was running a lot of stuff on his own. Like, you know, and yeah, we, we, we even did a podcast about that called struggling and that was uh, was coming back and the stress of it like you know Mm -hmm. and I just and I'm hand on heart I do I feel I feel like guilty because I just think I should have not put so much into getting it done but I know you wanted me to because that was just you and you were like yeah no just you just go and do everything just do what you need to do and I'll do the rest like you know I'm not saying I didn't work and I didn't help you but it was just it was a very unbalanced time when I finished that book there's a difference yes you did help because we we've done all these podcasts and videos in in between but it's it's the distance um side of things is what we're we're talking about Mm. there is like were you there 100 percent? you know and each time we would go to do a podcast or, or a youtube video um it was an effort you know, to, to normally we, you can just breeze through it. The energy just comes from within and away you go, like, mm. you know, but, um, you know, like when we do intros for YouTube and stuff, it's one take normally. But sometimes we would take I 10 take takes. take two, didn't it, Brian? Oh, it would take 10 takes yeah. or something like that. And it would just be like, and I could see you fading fast, like, you know. Mm. Um, so it's just that that side of it. And that, that had a knock-on effect with, every, like you say, with the relationship. But and the, I don't think it had a knock-on effect with the relationship. Uh, with the relationship, I and mean, we we're certainly no, not, not arguing or oh, anything no, like that, like and that. we're not like, oh yeah, you know, you're driving me mad that you've been doing this book, but it just felt it felt it's getting back to normal now, but it felt unbalanced, yep. didn't it? Yeah, it did. That's it, what I said. We didn't have the weekends, and that was starting to grind me. As in, it was starting to annoy me that you wouldn't take time off at the weekends and have some time as a to, to pull back yeah. from it and just have a day where we would go out. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And then I was getting annoyed because it was like, well, I want to finish this book so we can get to the end of it so we can get back to normal kind of thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And a, so it, you would get annoyed yeah. that I wasn't taking time off and I was getting annoyed because you wanted me to take time off. And so, yeah, that side of it, the relationship took a bit of a, a, a took a bit of a hit. Yeah. Like, like, like we're saying, we weren't arguing and we, we weren't doing stuff like that, but it just... I just didn't talk. I remember not talking to you for about... Six weeks. Yeah, but you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only on the podcast through yeah. this microphone. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, but that's that distance that we talk about. Is like you know you need to do your thing so you kind of pull away from the thing to 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 you know if, isolate yourself to finish it. If I did it again, and we talk, we, and and I will, but and we talked about this a couple of times on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, I honestly think it would be better to go off for three weeks well that's what most people do yeah. don't they yeah and, go to and that's why to they do it because yeah. you tend to think oh that's a bit extravagant like you know just do it at home in your bedroom like flip it or do yeah. it like jk Rowling did down in the cafe and just get on with it but that's she did it though at least you know but that's that's what gives you that space and then you can you can concentrate on yeah. it but you've got all but this JK other Rowling stuff jk was was also just i know but she wasn't doing a youtube channel that's at right the same time. no and she wasn't you know? doing a podcast and yeah. she didn't have an nz ahead community and she didn't have a travel blog and yeah. you know it's like that's what i'm saying if you just had the one thing 
you could just think, okay, I'll go in my bedroom and Brian can go off to work doing his plumbing and that'll be it. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was very unbalanced. And so, yeah, I, I really appreciate that question, Talitha, because that is the kind of question that I'd be wanting to know because I think yeah. here's this couple, you know, you, you, on the outside it looks all like, oh, look, you know, we're doing all this and Liz has written this book and, you know... And it's good that you know the stuff, what goes on. Yeah, but it is, it, yeah. yeah. The, the, you know, and what I was trying to the say, truth. I didn't want to butt in before and say, you know, not about being needy. The biggest thing about if you're supporting someone or, you you, you, you know, you want to help someone is patience. That's the biggest thing. Mm. It's just have patience. And, you're really you know, patient. Yeah, you but are, that's right. otherwise you would lose your head, wouldn't you? How did we get it. together? Because you're really, really patient and I'm not. No, you're one of the most impatient people yeah. I know. Yeah. Mind um, you, they say opposites attract, don't they, Bri? They do, but yeah, 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 anyway. <laughs> so shall we do, do, do you want to do the break? What, and no, do the... I think what we need to do, yeah, is a little bit of a break. Let's, let's listen to what people are actually saying in reviews on Amazon. This has got to be the most, honestly, when I read, you know, when I say about getting emotional and things like this, this is when I read stuff like this, that it's just, oh, really tugs on the heartstrings, but... I'm just going to read a few of the... I've got 56 I'm reviews back. on Amazon and I think 40 or 38 of them have people have written stuff. And someone's... Uh, it was Renata who, who asked. She said, can you read some reviews? Um, you know, what good things people have said and what not so good things people have said. Renata, at the moment... Thank God. I am so lucky that people have written really nice stuff about me. Um, and this book, I've I've got two star reviews on Amazon, but no one's written anything. So a two star review. Yeah, there's a oh, couple right. of two star reviews yeah, yeah, on there, yeah. but well, no one's written anything. There's always going to be someone that. Um, yeah, but I'm know. just saying, so I can't read anything that anyone's written that is not nice because yeah. they haven't written anything yet. No, um, they just gave you two stars. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So Madison said this book was hilarious. It had me cracking up and snort laughing throughout the entire thing. Liz's descriptions of the various places she and her family visited had me constantly on Google Earth and dream planning my own trip. It was such a good read. I can't wait for the sequel. So that was really lovely. Hey, me too, hey? <laughs> yeah, Brian's looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, John from the United Kingdom says, it's one of those books and Liz is one of those people that make me think, I wish I could do that which is, I imagine, quite a big point of the book that you can. It's a book of wild adventures that are so hilarious because they're so rooted in the mundane of everyday life and worries. And hey, that's as funny as hell anywhere. And anyone can have their own experiences. Liz is a wonderful writer and more importantly, a wonderful person. Wow. Thank you, John. Get this book now, says John. That is oh. that is just absolutely lovely. Um, ben... From Australia, I love Liz's unique storytelling style. Her clever use of references adds an extra layer of humour to the already hilarious anecdotes of her and her family travel in the world. Whether she is describing a chaotic experience in transit or a comical encounter with their local hosts, Liz had a way of painting vivid scenes and her words left me in stitches. Yeah. Isn't that so lovely? And there's there's so, so many. And yeah. I just want to say the thing with Amazon reviews, 
Scott, I've got choked up now. The thing with Amazon reviews is you can't reply. I know you can't. The, the, yeah, so it's, you can't. They're say, just reviews, aren't yeah, they? It's you not can't comments. Say thank yeah. you so much, yeah. but I just want to, you to know if you have left a review. Oh, you don't know how much it means to me. It's it's absolutely fantastic, and I read them out to Brian. I'm like, listen to this, like you know, it's just so many lovely, lovely reviews. I'd be here all day if I had to read them all, and and as much as I'd want to. But but yeah, I just want to say thank you so much yeah. for that. It's yeah. just, and it helps the book as well. It helps the book get seen more because the more reviews it has, the more people get to see the book. Well, that's Amazon it. pushes yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, it's, thank you. Yeah, and it's never it's never easy. It takes time to leave a review, and you think, "Oh, get it done, get it done." It's one of those things you always put on the back burner. So, but if you do get a chance, please, yeah, leave a review. It makes a huge difference. Thank you. you. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of work gone into that book. Right. So next bit, I was just waiting for you to uh, go to the next bit. Yeah, you see, me, <laughs> me, 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 me. How are you liking this? It's all Ryan? about me. I'd have to be patient today. <laughs> Oh, you're doing a good job. You're doing right. a really good job, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this, uh, you know, this this couple um, who, who this is from. I don't even know. We should, you know, read these out. They're Canadian nomads, basically. <laughs> yeah. Randy and Suzanne. Randy and Suzanne, but Suzanne mainly has has, has uh, brought this up, and um, you know, it's I would wouldn't think anything else from this question. Which country had the best bog, which means toilet? <laughs> Randy and Suzanne are friends of ours. They're Canadian. They emigrated to New Zealand. Uh, Suzanne is, is is Kiwi. And we've had her on the NZ Ahead show before. I think it was when we were doing It's a Drama about New Zealand. It's when they were still in Canada, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they're such lovely, lovely people. So thank you, guys. Thank you for everything that you've done for us and for me in particular in boosting my confidence and supporting me. And in answer to your question, what is the best bog around the world? I don't even have to think about this. Japan. End of story. That's it. Yeah. I mean, if you love sitting in the toilet, reading your paper or writing a book or going on your phone, whatever you want to do, and you want to do it in perfect luxury then go to Japan yeah. because they've got heated seats. They've got music that plays when you're on the loo. They've got little foot warmers that come up, haven't they, Brian? Like blowing warm air uh, on your honestly, feet. Honestly, it's just... Bed. Yeah. A bed. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> no, it's gorgeous. If you're a man, press the women's wash. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bum wash. Bum, bum wash, wash as well. Bum wash and balls. And all day... <laughs> All, all different areas, aren't they? Like you say, That's what it says, a woman's wash. It's oh, like, right. Is that what you meant? That's is what it? that does. Oh, right. Ooh. Hello. It's on it all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, Japan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't carry on now. <laughs> right. Thinking about your woman's uh, wash. I'll go back to Japan tomorrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, question two um, Would the kids uh, go on a trip with you two again? Would the kids go on a trip with us two again? Yes. Yes. Well, they yeah. have, and they have been. Yeah, we took them. You might not know this. I mean, I know Randy and Suzanne know this, but other listeners, if you're new to the podcast, might not know this. But we, for my fiftieth, we went to Europe. Brian um, bought a car in the UK, and we drove from England down to Greece, and we flew the kids out for their 18th and 21st birthday. Um, Both in June. In yeah. June, and to the Greek islands, and we spent a month together. And yeah, we just. Yes, yes. It was one of the best months I think we've ever spent as a family together. That it, it was, was, it was, it was outstanding. You know, the weather was amazing, everything, and even sunny 
wants to move to Paros in... Um, he does, yeah. In, in <laughs> and Tess wants us all to move to London next year. And she's like, let's all move to London. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly think, because I know what you're thinking, you're like, that when you read the book, you, you, they, were, they were put through the mill. Well, they were. They were expected to, and I don't mean, and you know me as a parent, you know I'm no, you know, I'm no softy when it comes to pandering to their kids and stuff like that. They were put through the mill. They were expected to do things that well, they got a to, lot of adults would struggle yeah. to do. Well, they, were, they did, and they got to see so much of the world. And we're not talking five-star hotels or three-star hotels. Far we're talking, it. you know, we're back streets. We're talking rabbit hutches. It's just, yeah. you know, and meeting all these people, you... you I don't know. There's nothing better than travel. No. There really, really isn't. You and know, I to just, see your kids grow up. Yeah. You know? And I just think that they love, that we're, we're huge conversationalists in our family. We love just to sit around at the table at dinner and just talk. And I just think when we were doing that trip and the Greece trip, I think they know, they're not silly. They know that they're making really, really good memories here. Even if it's tough, they're making good memories. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and I think that's what it is all about with them. Like, you know, they're always like, you can see them thinking, you know, like, like, well, like we're talking about going to London next year and, and Sonny's, I said to Sonny, are you going to come? And he's like, no, I can't come. I've got, you know, I've got a job and I've got responsibilities, even though he's gone on. And uh, I've got to read your book. I've got things to do. Like, you know, it's like, but you can see him. He's almost like, well, how long are you going for? And I said, I don't know. We could go for six months or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I think, yeah, it might be a good idea, actually. If I, And you can see him wanting to do he, it. He like, would you know? definitely do it. Even if you just said, right, I'll meet you in Greece and yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, you know, I'll start saving now sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they, I was going to say, they have to pay their own way. When we say yeah. we flew them out to Paros, well, we, they had to pay for all their own accommodation you know, and their we, food yeah. and stuff. I think, you know, the flights, I don't know, whatever they were, $6,000, the $3,000, $3,000 back, maybe something mm. like that. And that's what we paid for them. And they had to pay, like I say, everything else, meals a lot mm. and everything like, you know, mm. apart from birthday meals, we bought them. Just really, really lucky that, you know, they just they just want to spend. Wow. Is it luck? Do you, uh, do you know what, Liz? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to be with yeah. us all the time. Yeah. They just want it. us to pay for them to yeah. go around the world. That's Poor little all things. <laughs> shocking things, isn't it? Mum and Dad are flying us out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> oh, go on then. Go on. I'll oh, come. Why not? Well, yeah. I've got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to ask me, by? Me? Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, me a question. <laughs> do you know what? Um, Make it quick. Come on, snappy. You, oh, <laughs> um, do you know what? I, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of um, a question to actually ask you that, you know. Do you know? All right. I think, I think what... The question I will ask you um, mm -hmm. is what Talitha touched on when um, I heard you, uh, you, you were talking to her today, like, you know, and she was talking about the, the what the magic a, an audio book brings to um, people. Because you, Liz, don't listen to audio books. No. Uh, you, you know, being an author that you are, you like to read mm -hmm. and you don't. You like podcasts and things like that. But... Um, the question I'm going to ask you would be, um, what do you think that this book will bring to people? You know, why, why would you listen to an audio book? So it's an interesting question what you just said about Talitha, because I was talking to Talitha this morning, wasn't yes, I? Yes, you were. Yep. And Talitha said about people with, um, who can't read, 
you know, who, who, yeah, have, who have difficulty. Visually impaired or whatever they yes, are. Yeah, yeah, have yep. difficulty reading, uh, maybe the elderly, people who haven't got time to read, you know. Or, or, yeah, and there's a lot of dyslexic said, people as well, can't yeah, read quickly. Yeah. You know, it takes months to read a book and stuff, you know. And so that I just wanted to touch on that because that was a really, really important part and, and something, that, to be honest, that hadn't crossed my mind that much. Like, you know, I've got a, an, an auntie, a great aunt, and she's 97. Yeah. And... When Talitha said that, I thought, God, that's so true because I tend you te- because I'm a reader, like you say, mm-hmm. you tend to think everyone's a reader, but they're not. And it opens up a new world for so many more people to be does, able yeah. to hear yeah. what I've written. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was really exciting. And it took Talitha to remind me of that and make me aware of that. So... Really, really grateful to you for that, Talitha. That's, you know, it, it was fantastic. And, and I've forgotten your question. What? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what are we having for dinner? <laughs> yeah, that's the next question. <laughs> it was mainly that. Is it, it's, it's a, what do you think it will uh, people get out of an will get out of this particular audio book? I think people uh, because I'm reading it. Yes. I think. There are certain things, the way I've written this book, there are certain things that I always thought, I wonder if they will get that. Like, you know, I wonder if people who, who, who read a lot of my newsletters and stuff, I knew they would get it. But now I've made the audio book. I know for a fact that people will understand how that was supposed to be said. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it's like it was supposed to be said in that sarcastic way. It was supposed to be said like that. They're going to hear it and they're going to know, oh, that's what she meant. And it's going to make the book yeah. come alive even more. And that's what I'm so excited about because, yeah, that is how I wanted it to be. I wanted you to have those little asides. That's what I'm really thinking. I'm telling my daughter this, but what's really going on is this. And I wanted to be able to read it and bring it out to you. And that's what I'm really excited about, just to know that people are going to hear that. And also just the... The fact that so many people who haven't got time to read a book yeah. will be able to hear it. Yeah. You know, and I know you said I don't listen to audiobooks and I don't. That's absolutely true. But oh my God, I listen to podcasts till they're coming out of my ears. Yeah. Because and if someone said to me, Okay, well you have to read all that, that what that podcast has just said, I would just be like, No, I am I'm I can't I haven't got time for that. Yeah. So now I'm glad you that's exactly what I wanted you to say. That's why I was trying to push you to make you say that. Just for the fact that what do I get? An extra point? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you get a little brownie <laughs> point because what 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 it is is um, you know the statistics on audiobooks. Um, there's only five percent of books that are written are turned into audiobooks, and this is what you know is so good for people that can't actually read, or you know, some when people go on holiday, they might take a book with them and read when they're on holiday, but they don't read the rest of the year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So all these books are getting missed. Where if it's an audiobook. Driving to work, they can listen to a chapter on the way to work. The great thing with yours, they're about 26 to 30 minutes long, which is a great commute, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just to listen to one chapter. And everyone is an individual story, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. it's that side of it. That's, I'm glad that's what you said because that, you said exactly what it was. I thought you were going to go, oh, I don't know. But, See, yeah. me and you, Bri, were like salt and See, pepper, aren't we? There we go. And there's a question there from Madison that you didn't a- an- ask before yes, Jen's be- one. Oh, right, because... It was about the hardest part and the... Oh, right. So you want that one before Jen's well, no, is like it the was, last one. Yeah, because it was the emotional side and I'm yep. the, Madison asked. Do you want to ask it? Yeah, so um, 
Go on then. Yeah, but you, I didn't write these out actually. So anyway, uh, medicine, medicine, um, medicine, medicine, medicine. Yes. Not medicine. Medicine said, "Did you laugh and cry while recording it? And tell us which parts did you." laugh and cry yeah and that's a really good point because yeah. it was like just going back to earlier what we just talked about what i said to you about how that was the hardest part it, sorry the thing that surprised me the most was yeah. like what why are you so emotional like you know so i i would want to know this and i'm really glad that you asked that madison the funny sides were always the bits that where i was taking the mickey out of brian or the kids and um so there are parts in that book that you will hear when I'm when just listen out for it. When I'm taking the mick out of Bry, I'm literally trying to hold back laughing. Yeah, we have we've got outtakes of that because we? I knew yeah. that Brian was in the next room and he was listening to everything that I was doing. So that was that was the funny side and just just it was always the bits the asides about like you know like what I'd said about or what I was thinking about the kids and it just made me laugh. It really did. And bearing in mind, this is the first time I'd heard it when you were saying it. And that's what was making you laugh more, I think, wasn't it? I know. So it was just like, I, I can't believe you're saying this. Yeah. I've yeah. got a question for you in a minute. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to. Yeah. And um, and then the sad part was the, oh, every single time I read it, it's the second to last chapter when we've just come out of, we're in Bangkok We've just come out of the massage. Do you want to talk about this? And we're going back to New Zealand. I wouldn't be able to read it. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're going back to New Zealand the next day. And the line is, I've actually I've actually opened it in the book to just tell you. The line is. That's what it is. Um, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, it said, I will never forget how I felt that night out there on the pavement on our last night in Bangkok. See, I'm going to cry uh, no, now. That's why I said, are you sure you I want to do this? Yeah, don't do it. it. I'm not. That's what you can't. So no. you need to read that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but when you read that part, when you go and buy this audio book, which I'm praying that you do, but when you get to that top part in the chapter, please know that I was literally standing in the, in the wardrobe, crying my eyes out and just streaming down and Brian said do you want to just leave it for today and I said no let's carry on and record so I went and had a cup of tea and I came back and I wiped all my tears and I was like no we're fine we recorded it and Brian edited it all up and took ages I went and listened to it and it sounds like this I will never forget how I felt that night so we had to do it all again the next day and I had to try so hard yeah. again not to cry and all I kept thinking was like I was just trying to keep funny things in my head like you know just like funny little images or things like that that would stop me crying but oh my god that was so that part of the book is emotional I've got a feeling we actually recorded that again six weeks later. Oh, we did it loads. Oh, honestly, it was, yeah, because it was just... And, yeah, and uh, also the Venice chapter. The Venice chapter towards where, the end of the yeah, Venice chapter. I won't, yeah, I won't give it away, but the Venice chapter is sad. At the end, it is sad. Yeah. And it was hard to read that again without crying. So mm. hats off to all these professional narrators who do all this. But yeah, but... Don't forget, they didn't write it. So it's the hats off to the authors that actually read about their own books and mm. especially if it's about themselves and that's what i go back to mm. the start so you don't it's the narrators it's just a job you know mm. but and the other the other bit that w was the acknowledgements that's what you you we, that had to be completely redone again didn't it yeah yeah all the acknowledgements it just sounded like you were doing a tunes advert uh, 
And it was so so emotional. The first time I did it was just like, thank you to Tessa for standing by me. Sounds like we'd all passed away. Thank you for Brian. I know, it did. It sounded like a flipping funeral speech. It was awful, wasn't it, Brian? Yeah, but I liked it because it was emotional. Yeah, you liked it because it was really about you. And it was like, thank you to Brian, you're my rock. If you're ever on the audiobook, you can always just skip to acknowledgements about Brian, okay? Just just jump to that bit. I, I I meant every word, but... When I recorded it, I was super emotional. And so, yeah, we had to go back and re-record it. And part of me was a little bit disappointed with that. But you honestly, you couldn't have left it. No. It sounded, it literally sounded like someone had died. It didn't and sound I was very standing up for their funeral. <laughs> Everybody would have been in tears, I think. It's like, next book, I'm never reading another audio book. I'll listen to one ever again. No, no, exactly. <laughs> Last one from Jen. What now? What will you do next? Yeah, I really want to write the second book. I really want to write part two. I've got a load of chapters. Anyway, next question. (laughs) (laughs) And what I'm thinking, Jen, is I might go to a little retreat in New Hampshire Mm. with my friend that I know over there. No, I I, I would. There's so many things going on in my head. Um, I'd love to write the second. I, I will write the second book. I want to write. I want to publish the book about writing the book. I've got. I've got literally thousands and thousands of words that I've written in emails about how it was to write the book. I'd like to release that as a book. I'd like to make it into a play. I'd like to make it into a one-person show. There are so many ideas going on in my head. But the thing that I'm always coming back to, and this is quite... It won't stop me. But the thing that I keep coming back to is it doesn't pay the bills, you know? Oh, yeah. It doesn't, though. Well, uh, it doesn't pay the bills. One book wouldn't pay the bills, no, would it? You know, I know. And, and this, uh, yeah. So as much as I'd like to say now, oh, that's it now, the next six months, I'm just going to be writing my next book. You know, we've got to earn, you've got to earn your money and you've got to do your work and yeah. and bring them, keep the money coming in. So I'm not, I, I, it, it's balancing it, in balancing it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Of course, unless everyone runs out now and buys my audiobook and then I can just carry on doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you say, it's it's making it's keeping those things, it's building your library. Yeah. And the way I see it, the way I see it in my head is in two years or three years' time, I want to have a one woman show, I want to have five or six books published, and but I want to do all that and still keep well, you know, keep, yeah, pardon? Keep saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so watch this face. I'm certainly not, I'm not one of the, I, it certainly hasn't put me off writing books, that's for sure. It's made me, it's made me, the encouragement that I've got from people and the reviews and just all the lovely support from people, it's made me want to do more of it. So, yeah. yeah. and. I want just, to do just, more. Uh, just a tiny bit about the one-woman show. When you say you want to do a one-woman show, what in, exactly would that I think you're supposed to say one person. You're not allowed to say one woman. It's not politically correct. Oh, you're correct. a woman. You call yourself a woman. Oh, so, uh, well, yeah. okay. It's a one, a one Lizzie show. A one-human-being <laughs> show. What, so what's, what's the question? What, how, what would that entail? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose it would be Because the book's about seven hours long, isn't yeah, it? So, yeah. you know, you can't condense it in. Would you just do a few maybe bits put, out of it? Yeah, I would take the best bits out of it yeah. and turn it into like a 90-minute show or just like an hour and 20 minutes or whatever and then act it, you know, just yeah. go onto a stage and act it out. And I've got all these different ideas. Tess gave me some great ideas about having the kids as puppets 
and you know like just talking to them like this kind of thing and oh it's just such a good idea and it was just I can see it I can really see it um I would just have to be brave enough to just think right come on do it and then approach a theater and say can I put it on and see how it goes I mean, that's a lot of courage to do that, Brian. You know, it's different if you're working with someone else and you're like, oh, yeah, let's do it together and let's make this play together. But when it's just you, that that the thought of it excites me and terrifies the life out of me at the same time, you know. So, yeah, I really, really want to do it. I'm going to see how the audio book is received. Personally, I think you're gonna absolutely love the audio book because it is like a little play. It's like a, it's it's just it is. It's like a, it's not just like a regular audio book. It's it's a full blown emotional. What the way it's going emotional. through. The, yeah, but what I'm saying, the emotion and the energy that's coming out of mm. you from it is is outstanding. Um, and the other thing is, um, at the start of every chapter, you'll hear some sound effects, and all those sound effects are from exactly the place that you're talking about yeah you know so you know you're in japan it was golden week and there was a a parade of um with with some japanese guys on Mm. drums all in traditional dress it was amazing to watch like you know we actually Mm. even got interviewed on the um the tv didn't we and stuff like you know no it was great um so all that's from it you know you'll hear the start you'll hear seagulls in the background the start of the venice chapter it's all from the bang in the center of venice yeah yeah it is everything is from that country which yeah. is fantastic, and yeah, it New made York, us feel really proud, didn't it? Yeah, that's us. That was me videoing walking down New York with the kids, and and you in front, mm. and steam coming out the the sidewalks, and that's what you hear, and everything like you know. So, it's amazing. So before we hand over and let you listen to the chapter that everyone always says about, I've had so much feedback from this chapter. I'll tell you which one it is in a minute. But before we hand over for that, um, I just want to ask you a question, Bri. Shall I not do the, I'll leave the Randy and Suzanne question till just before we play the clip? Yes, just leave the Randy okay. and Suzanne question till just before we play right. the clip. Stop yes. trying to get out your, un- no, your I'm question. I'm the boss today, so no, don't tell me what to do. I know, but now right. I'm the boss again now. Anyway. It's my show again now, yes. right? I'm in charge. Okay. <laughs> no, see, now you're getting all nervous again. Now you know how I no, felt. How did it feel? Tell me the truth, Brian. Yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, yeah. Okay. You've got to tell the the truth now because the kids haven't told me the truth about this because they haven't read the book. Yeah. How did it feel? (laughs) 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 When after watching your wife scuttling away, what's the word scuttling? You know, scurrying, penciling away furiously. Yeah, yeah. For two years writing this book. And then out it comes and it's published. And you haven't read the book either. But you've, your excuse is that you've heard it from the audio side. Yes. How did it feel when you were sitting on the other side of that door <laughs> and you heard your wife saying things like, <laughs> Brian's sweaty belly with those beads hanging around his neck. Yeah. Yuck. And, and, and a polyester tight <laughs> look shirt. At him, look at him in his little tight polyester shirt and his erect for erect nipples sticking out. Yuck! <laughs> How did it feel? <laughs> well, do you know Tess used to say why? He always used to say why are you wearing that t-shirt because it's, it's flipping hot, Tess. That's why, and it's flipping boiling, like you know. Um, but it was quite see-through, wasn't it? It was um, very see-through. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, do you know what, Liz? I know a lot of it is for what they call dramatic effect, um, and it's a comedy and stuff like you know. Um, again, it's 
you know, I just it, it's take it with a pinch of salt. It's just like I didn't say that, you know, or I didn't do that just exactly like that. But it, yes, um, do you know? I just I just love it the fact that I'm in a book. There's not many times you get to be bit in a book, is there? You know. Were you ever? I mean, you never showed it, but you, were you ever tempted to say, "I'm not having that in there"? You can take that out for a start. Yeah, you do, but then you just go, "Well." If you took it out, it's going to be boring, isn't it? Like, you know, because it's got to be in there. And I did say most of the stuff, but the way that the tone that you said it or the way you've <laughs> added to it or added a few extra bits at the end, you know, I mean, some of the stories that the kids have got with me talking to tuk-tuk drivers, you know, I mean, I, even I get embarrassed about what I said. So, yeah, but hey, you, you just had to do it because that's what you, you just flying by the seat of your pants half the time when you're traveling, aren't you? But you're a good sport, Brian. It was, yeah, but that's the thing. I can laugh at myself, Liz. Yeah, and, you, you know, can. If, yeah. You, if, if you can't laugh at yourself, don't don't be in the media. Like, yeah. you know, don't, don't open yourself up to it, like, you know? Yeah, no, you're a good sport. You really are. And it was. Don't take yourself too serious. No. And it's just like, really? Come on. And that, I think that's the, that's, that, that's the thing with the whole family as well. Like, you know, that's why I didn't mind writing, like, oh, Sonny's a little shit and oh, Tessa's a spoiled brat and like, Brian wore, the, wore this. And because the whole family, that we, we're, we're flipping British. Like, it's just like we've got a good sense we of love humor. Each other to it's bits like, and yeah, we love and we being do. with each other. Yeah. Like, you know, and that, that's what I know you were so worried about that when your editor said, You can't say this, you can't well, say it was that. The editor, and that's yeah, like, I got a little things, bit worried about you know? it. But really, I should have just trusted my gut because. In our family, we're just always trying to take the mick out of each other. I'm, you know, it's constantly. Just, it's just like that's what that's you do, it isn't, fun, it? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, thank you for being such a good sport. Yeah, I know. Right. So this audio book now, then that you can buy, and do you know what is available? Flipping everywhere, isn't it, Brian? It's everywhere because it's we did it on two platforms, didn't we? I can't remember the name of the first platform, but they were like so quick. Yeah. They're, they're getting it out there ten times quicker than um, Audible. So. Anywhere that you buy, a, where you get your audiobook, you, you could get this audiobook. Yeah. So the Travel Bog Diaries by Liz Decor. But if you, this is, this is the brilliant thing. You can get it for free by going to Audible and signing up for a free 30-day trial. Yeah. And then you can download it for free. So yeah. that is the link that I'm going to put in the description. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you can go over there, you can sign up for it, and you can just get it. So it's absolutely fantastic. And you can still leave reviews. So please, please, please leave a review for yeah. me. That I would really, really, really appreciate that. Yeah, I'll put it down below. And you can just go and sign up for Audible, get the download. Stick it on your phone, put your headphones in. Stick it on your in. phone and listen to it. And let me know. Please, please, please let me know what you thought of it. Because, like I say, we've worked our flipping little... Butts off doing this, haven't we, Bri? <laughs> yeah. So before we go, we're going to leave you with the, a, a clip from the chapter. We will say about Randy and Suzanne, but we're going to leave you with a clip from a chapter that everyone always says about in this book. They, they, when they give me their feedback, they're like, that is my, one of my favourite chapters. And that chapter is, is based in Croatia and it is Sonny's 17th birthday. And the backstory is, is, is when Sonny was born, he was born in, in England, in Bath. And when he was born, we, had, we started this tradition. The summer solstice. Yeah. To celebrate the summer solstice because he was born on the 21st of June. Yeah. And we said every year we will get a candle and we'll make a little wooden boat and we'll get a candle and we'll float it down the stream and we'll make a wish. 
so of course we did this and it was you'll have to read the book to find out what happened with that but then when we moved to New Zealand that all stopped because it was midwinter's day Day. so we couldn't do it anymore so when we went on this big world trip we went to Croatia we were in Croatia for Sunny's birthday and I was like oh my god you know we can do the candle thing again we're going to make it really special and we'll do it all and this part of the chapter is about Brian making those little wooden boats for us and putting them into the river and sailing them down the stream and making wishes on them and the disaster that that night turned out to be. It was an absolute flipping disaster. It really was. And that's what that's what that chapter is all about, is my happy 17-year-old son and my competitive husband. Um, but Randy and Suzanne have got a question about that chapter, haven't yep. they? Yeah. And it says, um, tell us about the Croatia chapter and if Brian actually sabotaged the boats, but not mine. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> The actual story was I made Sonny the biggest boat and uh, anyway. <laughs> you didn't, Brian. But I didn't have time to make a, the, Look, my, mine a proper boat and it was a tiny boat. So, I have anyway. written the truth. Just know, just know that I have written the truth and I have never ever in my life seen Brian so competitive than when we went that night to race those little boats and make our wishes. So before we Absolutely. close out and say thank you so, so much for joining us, for your support, for sitting and listening about the the, the behind-the-scenes confessions of a first-time audiobook writer and creator. Um, you don't know how much your support means to us. It really, 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 really means such a lot. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, if you would go out and get yourself a copy of the Travel Bog Diaries, the audiobook, yep. have a listen to it. Just let me know what, or let let the world know what you think by leaving a review wherever you can. If you can do that, that would be absolutely wonderful. And yeah, I just want to say thank you for making me feel so safe. And you know, oh, just take, <laughs> I'll take this bit over from here. <laughs> yes, you say. just thank you. Yeah, and if you if if this um, podcast does go out on YouTube right now, we're gonna. We're just gonna. We, me and I'm gonna actually go in to the kitchen. You won't see me go in. Why? The, why this this clip is playing? I'm leaving Liz here, and then I'm gonna bring some wine out, and we're gonna cheers a glass of wine. And so that'll be on camera. But you, the the audio book will be playing in the background because it's about a seven minute clip from about now. Yes. So, you know, Liz, you're brilliant at what you did and um, what you've done, and you should be so so proud of it because it is. An awesome book. I've 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 listened to lots of audiobooks. I, I you know I'm an audiobook fan. I you know I, I subscribe to Audible and get my free credits or, or credits once a month and, and just get books. So it's a, a super cheap way to to get audiobooks. As they're normally about thirty dollars, aren't they? Like you know. So well done to you. And um, we're going to play the clip from now. Okay, thank you. Enjoy the clip. Agan pulled out a roll of aluminium foil. Holding it between both knees, he expertly ripped off a few small pieces with which he lined each silver boat, making sure to smooth out any shiny silver creases with his thumb. Ta-da! He handed me my boat. I looked at it and blinked. If I was the kind of woman who wanted to belittle her husband in front of his children and punish him for having kept us waiting in a field full of cowship for an hour in the dark, I might have said, What the hell is this? Call that a boat? That's rubbish. A baby could do better than that. That's not a boat. 
It looks more like a wooden heroin bong to me. But I'm not. And I don't. So I didn't. Besides, no child likes to hear their mother talking casually about opioid narcotics. Not on the day of their birth. That's amazing, I cried. I love it. <laughs> Reminds me of a miniature cutty sock. This birthday tradition was never meant to be competitive or fierce. It was supposed to be a gentle coming together of souls, Jeez. a bonding experience. So where did it all go wrong? I looked at my family standing at the water's edge, each clutching their wooden water wagon, snarling, drooling, panting like a pack of bull terriers on the lead, biting at the muzzle ready to throw their wishmaker into the water with no other goal than to win. Let the games commence, I whooped jubilantly, trying to lighten the mood and be like Keith Chegwin when he hosted It's a Knockout in Scarborough. We lit our candles. The ritual began. Plop, plush, whoosh, they were off. We trotted alongside our buoyant boats excitedly carefully avoiding rabbit holes and stinging nettles, urging our candles not to die. What a sodding disaster. Two minutes into it, all but one of the boats sank, pulled to the bottom of the riverbed like the Titanic but without the chandelier and the fiddlers. While my husband's flame on wood charged ahead, all that remained of my children's and mine were three pieces of blackened tinfoil floating downstream sadly. Brian didn't care. He ran excitedly alongside his winning wood, cheering it on as it whizzed downstream at a rate of knots, the candles still blazing like the Olympian torch. I shone my torch at his head, hoping to dazzle him in the eyes and cause him to trip over and fall into the river and drown. Show off. I bet he'd use one of those candles that never go out. The ones that rich kids have at Bouncy World birthday parties. How very shit and wanky crap. Tessa stared into the murky water and shook her head in disbelief as the lining from her boat wrapped itself around a clump of vegetation. If fish eat tinfoil, it kills them. Her wobbly words trailed off. Well, that was epic. Sonny swung his Goliath-sized foot into a sod of grass with such force that the muddy turf flew up into the sky and landed with a thump behind us. What a waste of time. I hate it here. This has got to be the worst birthday ever. He slammed his fist into the opposite palm and scowled. Unbelievable. If I was the kind of mother who wasn't very nice and wanted to make her son's birthday even worse than it already was, I might have said something like, Oh, shut your face, you whinging little tosser. I opened my cervix for you. Pushed you out with nothing but a bit of nitrous oxide to ease the pain. And for what? Also you can dishonour Queen Mab and the crystals with your evil ways? I don't think so, son. But I'm not. And it wasn't possible, so I didn't. Besides, no child wants to imagine their mother with her legs spread. Not on his 17th birthday. Hope you enjoyed that. Kia kaha, stay strong. Kia u, stay true. And we'll see you next time when Liz is back in charge. And don't forget the link is in the description. Go over there right now and get your copy of the Travel Vogue Diaries. Sit down somewhere nice with something nice to drink 
and just enjoy it and have a good laugh. Thank you so much for being with us and thank you for all your support. Speak to you soon. Cheers. 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 <laughs> for those of you who are still here, it's now the next day that we recorded that podcast because typical, after we finish recording the podcast, literally two minutes after we'd finished recording, I get a text from Sonny and Tess, this big long message from both of them telling me exactly how they felt about being involved in this book. And of course the message made me cry, I mean I was bawling, it doesn't take much these days, you know that, but I just thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to come on next week and I'm going to tell you exactly what those messages said and share with you how they feel. <laughs> about being involved in this book. So can't wait to speak to you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to get the audiobook. You can sign up for Audible if you're not yet a member and you get a free 30-day trial, so that doesn't cost you anything. And if you are an Audible member, you can just use your credits. You can also get the book on Spotify, on iTunes, on all over. You can get it all over, wherever you get your audiobooks. And once again, thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. I really, really appreciate you. Okay, see you next week. Thank you.